But it's like an adult youth club. Do you know what? We're kind of we're kind of in now, by the way. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, you know what? Phil Fellas is like an adult youth club. I love it. All the man them go, they chill out, and you saw today when the emotions get heightened. I can't wait for that. It's like so a yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching. Yeah. Someone says something, someone laughs. Someone says something, someone laughs again. Then someone like me says something like, "Boy, and a dog," and yeah. then it's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Ego gets involved. Yeah, exactly. now, now it's like, "Yeah, the cameras are on. Yeah. There's man behind <laughs> the camera." Man are saying, answer the fucking question. So You're like, saying, wait you, a minute. Are you dashing away the other format then? You see how the format no, 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 where you had two, no. two, 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 two. No, well, season are you comes keeping back. That? Yeah. But you, you're still going to do the round table thing. You have to do that. Always. That You have to do that. We, we filmed two episodes today, man. I'm I'm really loving it. And I love the fact that it's an, it's a what I've always wanted. You just have to be entertaining. Yeah, yeah that's it. You don't have to be no big name. You and you don't have to love on. football. You don't even have to love football to watch it. I don't like football and I love watching it. You do not have to. You do not have to love football to watch filthy fellas at five. You don't. I can't lie. Some man got absolutely battered today. Serious. Battered today. See loons, what he done to Bolt today? Battering. Oh, it was like reminding me of when Stone Cold came back. He was in WCW. Went to WWF, but he was doing. He was. He was playing the guitar and doing all these things man didn't like and they said bring back the old Stone Cold he came and gave everyone the stunner yeah. Loons went mad today serious Lo- can I say it this comes out the visual this, the visual will come out probably Sunday. on what, Sunday or Wednesday yeah no this 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 part will probably come out on Wednesday so. alright I'll just give it a little break. yeah, yeah. I'll, this will come out on Wednesday all I part. know is that it was heated in there because man bring up anything the only thing we, I, I say like the louder mums Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. louder mums. Didn't you did the mum thing though? Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't really a dig at the mum. It was. I hear more that. Yeah, dig at him. Yeah, like, him. yeah, hear that. Which is still not good. Yeah, of course, oh, of course, God. of course. It, this is the thing though. In the heat of the moment. Oh my God. Things can get said. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? In That's the heat like... of the moment, and the thing is, in war, when you're in war, you can have rules in it, but you, they just get thrown out of the window mm. at times. But and then fair, I guess it just. I could have said a lot worse, so I yeah, think I stayed within the rules to a certain extent. It was just the vim I said things with that just sounded. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing. rules weren't kept in this today's episode. Serious. What man started talking about? Who's your screensaver on your phone? Raw. Wait, do you get dressed or do they dress you? Oh, mad. Oh no. So oh, I'm just like I'm looking around the room like yeah. I'm nasty though because when someone says something cheeky. I look around the room as if to say I'm looking for something, but really I'm saying, boy, and I'm not me and the yeah, dog. But yeah. just, it's nasty. Do you know what the maddest thing is though? Mm. How, the, what makes me laugh the most, yeah, mm. is how you lot so happen, so manage to like banter each other when you're talking about football. Mm. <laughs> how does it get there? Yeah. Because you look at a man's perspective and then you tie it in with his characteristics and so you can be like, oh, I know why you think like because that. Because boom, you. boom, boom. Yeah, I remember yeah, the time yeah. when we went yeah. to the... And it messes everything up. And now you're bringing in personal. Man, I like, why are you bringing that in? Oh, it's just incredible to watch, man. Yeah, man. It's incredible. And people think they can handle it. Scorcher was there today. Absolutely incredible. Was he good, yeah? Scorcher was absolutely... Yeah, he's one imagine. of the best. I said to him, Ravenelli in 96. An incredible debut. Serious. Ravenelli's got a hat trick on his debut. Scorcher's debut today. Watch out for his podcast as well coming soon. He's, what, is he doing a podcast, Come yeah? Come on, fam. He's, yeah, he's, he's, pod- do you know what? Scorch is podcast material still. When you see him on his, in- his Insta snaps and that, you can see in it, like, the way that he says things. And he, yeah, he's, yeah, he's cold. There's thought. 
Yeah. He doesn't just come to a conclusion. There is, is thought with Scorcher. Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so what, is, can he, is he going to feature more on that then, do you think? On Filthy at Five? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a choice. Like, you don't have a oh, choice. Oh, that's it. It's like that now. The ta- you're, you're the man then. Yeah. Come to the table. I hear that still. Come to the table. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Honourable shout out to Scorch. How are you anyway, my brother? Oh, Good? cool, man. Yeah, man. Chilling. Fam working this week was mad. I've done. Thank you. Because all the good work you lot do on JD Sports, they open up the opportunities for more black people. Yeah, so I was over there film. doing a bit of work. Shout out to you, doing good work. Yeah, 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 there. yeah. I hear um, that. And the den happened today. Couple shot. Hey, who? What? what? The den. They done like an. A oh, live the den. They did their thing. So I was there oh, beforehand, was. and because oh, it was, okay. that's why I couldn't say no to Frisco. Like it's Frisco. Yeah, yeah. So I went yeah, and done yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. everyone was turned up. Wicked D Power Big Zeke set was mad. Yeah, for those mad. who don't know, the den is cold still. They were doing them in Shoreditch, like just little live nights, artists performing in that. Usually at the end, Frisco might touch Mike. You get what I'm saying? Big Shorty Flo Dan touched Mike today. Flowdown was there as well. Chucky, I needed you there. Flo I don't Dan's know what. A bad boy on a microphone, you know. This is what I was saying. What was you doing before? I wanted you to cut. Flo I didn't Dan even know. Crazy, I was at night, bro. to be fair. All day yeah, still. you were. Okay. Okay. a bad boy still. Now people don't like. Do you know what? It's mad. Mm. I f- we don't talk enough about Flo Dan and his what? style. What? I oh, know, man. Him and J2K are cousins, you know. Are they? This, you, you can, I see the similarities you can around see it. They yeah, are, you can they're see it so. Because their man are just. Yeah, they, and you can see, because obviously J2K's culture, got the yard man thing in him. His dad's a Rasta man as that as well, isn't it? You know what I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Tay just remind me of Jamaica. Like, you yeah, just yeah, remind me yeah. of Jamaica. Yeah. Big Zeke's and them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They remind me yeah, of Ocheria. They remind me of <laughs> Spanish Town and... It's mad when they hey, touch my. I'm going to shout out to Big Zeke's, man. What? Still. The whole of Northwest there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. This evening, it was absolutely incredible. So you what said the one, was a vibe. The vibe was housing, I think they're from. Mm. A wonderful part of Jamaica that is. I'm sorry, I'm making yeah, it part yeah, of Jamaica. There's no straight. rules. Housing is like Jamaica. That is Jamaica. I feel like the whole of Northwest is like Jamaica, to be fair. I want now, when you go to Northwest, I do want someone to. Let me see your passport. This is Jamaica. Yeah, that's Jamaica. This is Jamaica. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. I'm with it. Do you know what? More time, you could, you at one point, you could have went to Halsden and a man would just have a, a sound system string up on the high road. Well, then. A man Jamaica. just have a sound system string up one time on the high road. Vibes. Be a vibe, Aguan. Even in the Caribbean <laughs> shops. Even in the Caribbean shops, there's a man in there with a little thing playing tunes, trying to sell a CD and that. Listen. Do you know what you say that? That's why I used to love when I was a. You see, my dad, my mom, my mum used to go West Green Road, and we used to get the the veg and you know yeah, the West, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the bun and cheese and the yeah, ackee and, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Ackee and salt but you know what I mean, Chucky. Mm? Just go into the barber shop, and then the person comes in with the DVD. DVD. The next oh. person comes in with the clothes. Oh, it's yeah. just exactly. you're watching a pasta pasta DVD on the TV. I'm telling it's you, just, I miss it. I'm telling you. They don't you, do it like they used to, Chucky. A man might even all come with a fairy liquid and that. Someone's trying to hustle something. West Green Road, shout it out as well. I love, and not top West Green Road, I'm talking the bottom. Yeah. The bottom West Green Road across the road from Tesco's, Body Music was on the corner, but they're just Body trying music. to gentrify. The record you shop. See? But they made it a little smaller, man. They're trying to push the brothers out, but I'm, I'm out here just trying to hold up my hand like Body Music, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. The fruit and veg stop next to the bridge in West Green Road on the left hand side. Thank you. Yeah. With a paper brown bag. Let's talk about that quickly. Dub vendor, Labrick Grove. They had one in in um, no. in uh, in Clapham as well. Record shop, yeah. Mm. I used to be a super youth man. Save up like, because my dad was a DJ. So I grew up around my dad like, playing music and 
vinyls all about the place and whatever, yeah. So when I could get my six pound, however I could get my six pound, I'd venture up to Labrador Grove now, go to Dub Vendor. You see Bear Rust, man in that in the shop, whatever. You see the man, um, Red Man was his name that used to work in Dub Vendor and thing, right? Come and how, obviously how dancehall works in particular is, dancehall more time is there's like a rhythm. It's not just one tune. So there's like a rhythm and then you'll have like six or seven versions on that same instrumental, yeah? Okay. So now a new rhythm might drop now. So then Red Man might just play one version of the rhythm. And then if you want that, you just put your hand up like that. No yeah? way. Then he'll put your one, so he'll know, yeah, okay, he's got this one there, that one there, your one's here, and then someone else is there. And then he'll just go through the rhythms, just play some of the rhythms, and then obviously people have got money, some people got money, they can get every piece on a rhythm, yeah? I'm there with my six pound, I can only get one piece of the rhythm. So I gotta wait for like, when he plays the Beanie Man, or when he plays the, the Bounty Killer, or something like that, because that's the one that I want. You want, Do you I get what I'm you. saying? I and that's the you. one that I can afford. Yeah, I'm man are leaving there with like seven, eight, nine, fifteen tunes. I'm leaving there with my one. Yeah, but that was, what, that was my that's what community. You go in there and it's just community spirit. You might even all just be in there, not even have no money. You might just just be in there, just listening to someone just running tune. That's how it was. I really miss. It. I do honestly. I don't know. Maybe maybe it does still happen. And maybe I'm just out of touch, you know. So maybe True. I should have just said that. But still. for a little bit though, I do. I do miss that, man. Do you feel like that happens in Caribbean shops any still, though? I don't feel like... Nah, when I go to Caribbean back, shops, nah. I don't really see... Before, I used to see that, too. But in Halsden, anyway. Halsden will probably still have it. But what I think is, because our culture's been commercialised, they're just having to change up things because the demographic of people are coming in there is just changing. So when I yeah, used to go inside there, definitely. it was just the brothers. Definitely. It was just... You could order from the door. I ordered peppers and spice from across the road. Okay, I get you. Via infrared. Like you could, yo, 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 a party and, and you walk in and you get it. And I said, now, and I think I liked that sort of ignorant vibe of I can do that, what? That's what it is. And now it's sort of going and single file in the shop yeah. and courtesy are on and... I'm not saying it can't run, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, but bro. Yeah, there was no, in Caribbean shops, yeah, there's no courtesy. There's no queue. Oh, I've There's seen. no none of that. Yeah. yeah, do you know what? It's if just... the queue's there, that's for your own. You decided to yeah. do that. Yeah, if you want yeah. to use it, a man ahead. just walk in that. You'd be in there queuing or whatever. A man just walk in now and say, "Yo, any cow foot down there?" That's what I'm saying. And they'll serve you. They'll serve you. But do you know what? Though? I feel like in that shop. Do you know what my father said to me, guys? Well, you know, sometimes when you go peppers and spice, you have to earn the respect for get served. Yeah, I said yeah, what? So when I used to go inside there, sometimes I used to just play my little role. So I come in and run my little dead Jamaican accent. They used to laugh at me, but I always got attention. So I can yeah, order my team. You needed to do your, I like that. I, I'm character. not gonna lie. You know what? When I started realizing, yeah, that is part of the play. I said to myself, I can't do it in, I, there's context in it. If there's an old, a older woman for me who I would, who could be like my mum or my auntie or whatever, I wouldn't do that, yeah? Mm. But if I just go in there and it's just, just regular people or whatever, when I walk in, I go straight to the front Mummy, what are you saying? Is there um, curry? Can I yeah, boss me? Get me a curry chicken while you're back there. Get me a curry chicken with the plain rice and where well, you got some um, some coleslaw. Fling that in there. And what are you saying? Some planting? Yeah, fling the planting in there and that as well. Yeah, hey, mummy, while you're back there as well, get me a Guinness punch when you come back. Yeah, and then I just you and know you smile at everyone thing? else and then go and do my thing. But I had a thought just now, you know. I just thought right now another thing because I used to have loads of different types of friends, Turkish friends. 
Shout out Jihan and them man that Hussein, my G is old school. Jihan, honourable shout out to Come Jihan. On. Then I had my, you know, my brethren's, my, my Ghanaian friends, my Nigerian friends, I had like Michael and Jeffrey, shout out them man out. Mm. But when we used to go to the Caribbean shop, when I saw someone behind the counter that wasn't smiling, that didn't mean they weren't unhappy. But exactly. because you don't understand that culture, that's right. how people used to interpret it. So they their energy now towards that person is reflective of what they think it is. is but exactly. When I used to walk inside there, when anybody was miserable or upset, it didn't have an impact on me because my whole family's like that. Sometimes right. their face just push up. But when you say hello to them now, they Twist all snap up. out and it's like, oh, you're right, sweetie. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, well you're right. Exactly. But if you walk inside there and their thing is making you feel inferior or sh that's when you just take yeah. it as they're miserable. They're not actually like that, you know. Exactly. It's actually a vibe, to be fair. Straight away, more time, no matter how, how twist up the face is and that, more time, I'm in there on a the vibe of mummy or auntie, yeah? And then you embraced the same way, like son, um, you know, son, nephew, whatever it is. Do you get what I'm saying? Like th that energy, I understand it because I'm f uh, I'm from it. So it seems as though it comes, as you said, it seems as though it comes from a negative place. It's not. It's not that at all. What? It's not that at all. Do you know what? I had a deeper <laughs> question though. I got a deeper question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do I say this? Uh is the younger generation, would you say, yeah, yeah, losing touch with elements of that culture? But it's not where, where they come from. It's not their fault. Right, talk. I think, and this is just a thought, there's not much thought into it because we're having the conversation now, yeah. so I might get some things wrong. I didn't I put apologize. it in my, yeah, you know how the thing goes. Yeah, it? come on, family. But when I look at the way I grew, I grew around a lot of, I wasn't sheltered. So a lot of the environments I grew around we're very realistic and there's a lot of Jamaicans and the Jamaican family I have, they're very realistic people. So like the way my father grew was, I can't make you feel like life is sunny and smiley because life isn't like that. So I'm never gonna shelter you away from issues because if I shelter you from them, eventually when you approach them, you're not gonna know what to do. So my community, the most glorified individuals were people that were still in the struggle. So your kind of aspirations was to be a part of the struggle, but to just be the best part of the struggle. But in that, there's a very realistic approach to life. Mm. The moment the most admirable person from your community is in the commercial world, you begin to desire something, which means that you're no longer your natural environment. You have to conform in order to adapt to go to somewhere else. And that sounds good at the start. But the problem is if your design and your mechanic is a particular thing and then mm. you, the, now the new thing is to be a part of the commercial world and get the chain and the car and everyone's blessed. When you go back to the environment, which is far from sheltered, you no longer fit in mm. because that's not the mantra and that's not the way you live within there. So that's the problem now. Everyone's aspiring to be a glorified version of the hood in the commercial world. Mm. But the way you mechanics and the way you're designed, you're never going to conduct yourself the way you will conduct yourself mm. in the real, in that real world. Everything's blessed. There'll be hood like gangster rappers who seem extremely upset. And I'm not saying you can't be blessed, but yeah, yeah. when you've done a three minute, 13 second song based upon violence and then you see everyone and it's blessed and peace and all of that, it's a very confusing confusing message for everybody mm. because I like the way some other rappers profile where they're like I'm not doing interviews they don't make it blessed but whoever they're blessed with they're blessed but they're just not like that with everyone yeah that seems to be the mantra of a lot of the old school rappers they just come to their thing and you're like you know what yeah I rate my man doing his thing but I'm not about to shout him out I'm not about to do I'm staying over here that keeps our world very reflective of the world that it is yeah 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 the moment it's blessed and everyone's cool cuz you, you 
You're Will Smith at 50 years old talking about entanglement. You gotta keep it real, fam. You know, like that. Do you know what? I'm I'm kind of I hear you still. I'm I'm looking at it from a perspective of like, see, I ain't thought about this. Just came to my head as we was talking, innit? Yeah. So for me growing up, yeah, as I remember, I told you my dad was a DJ and mm-hmm. my mum was is was a music head, yeah. So I, I I can't speak for everyone. I can only speak for what I saw and what yeah, was around I me or whatnot, yeah. So my dad being a reggae man, my mum's a soul head, but she loves reggae, obviously. And reggae yeah. grooving all that. Reggae grooving all that. My mum, she loves that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no and then oh, you're flinging a Madonna and that. You understand that what I'm saying? Yeah, and a quick Celine Zion and that. That's her team. Yeah? You understand being how this thing goes? Being around the world and I, I, yeah, all them yeah, girls yeah, there. What? No. Your mum's going mad for that. Yeah, see, that's, you. that's her team. Your dad's a, it's a long, 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 long time. Uh, yeah, of course, yeah. We know her. All right, so we don't take the picture. I'm fucking with you. So, boom. I grew up strongly around that, yeah, and my, so did my cousins and all of that. Food-wise, that was a lot of what I ate. A lot, I ate a lot of food from where I came from. So although I wasn't, wasn't born in Jamaica, mm. in my house was like Jamaica, technically. Do you get what same, I'm saying? Same. And around my cousins and everywhere else and whatever, mm. it was still that. And so naturally, when you're a kid and you go out and you start living in your village, naturally, your experience is going to be different to your parents because the music that you listen to ain't necessarily going to be the same, yeah? Mm-hmm. So you're going to start getting into grime. You're going to start getting into garage. You're going to start getting into hip-hop, all of these other things or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But still, even though these were the things that I liked and I loved, when I went home, I still had elements of that. So yeah. I was still always very in tune with that. And so now, even now, in this age that I'm at now, more time on a Sunday. If you drive around in the car with me on a Sunday, enough time I'm playing a Garnet Silk, I'm playing a, a Dennis me. Brown, I'm doing like that. And when I go to Jamaica, I feel very connected to that place, yeah? Now, the difference now might be when I have, a ch- when I have children, I wasn't born in Jamaica and I'm very musically broad, yeah? yeah? So if I have a child, they're going to be brought up in a place where there's going to be a lot of different styles of music or whatever but the thing is I still eat a lot of the food that I from where I come from I can cook a lot of it so they'll still be in they'll still have that attachment to it but I feel that like for some people it's not necessarily the case you know like you just kind of which is not a bad thing you just kind of go with the the shaping of how you've had like how you've been within your village do you get what i'm saying do you know what's so crazy do you, know, no, do you understand where i'm going it. with yeah, it yeah, so yeah, i, I feel like I after, over a period of time like your dad your dad probably like when you go home you just remember like old school garage was your thing and grime was yeah. your thing because that's what your dad listened to do you get what i'm saying so you know and now when you get like when you start becoming an adult yourself that that thing that you used to listen to when you was a kid is what your kids would listen to and then so in some way depending on how you connect with your culture and how connected you are to your culture could dilute it a bit or make it stronger do you get what i'm saying this is the problem does that make sense no what you've said makes perfect sense i'm trying to see if i can make so that's why i was like is, is it is it this is what it is for me our culture is commercialized. So everything from it is being diluted. So what it is, yes, yes. So yeah, the, and what's happened is the heightened examples of our culture back in the day would have been Bob Marley. And that's one of the purest examples. And although, yeah, he did conform and bring guitars and do loads of different things with the whalers that made like a lot of Jamaicans go, wait a minute, is this really authentic? Well, he is an authentic individual. Mm. And then you can go back as far as when we were young, we had Tupac Biggie, authentic individuals from their community who pretty much did what they did. So they were speaking 
for the whole of the community, misunderstood by the whole of the world, but it made sense later on in life. Cool. I don't think anybody's doing that within fashion anymore. I don't really think much people do that within music anymore. I don't think much people do that within loads of different things. If you take a look at the older generation who had the first generation of migrants, they consistently do it. But I am looking at a lot of the younger generation. And I'm taking a look at like a lot of young parents and so on and so forth. And one thing we're all missing is a strong sense of culture. We yes, all have a very definitely. commercialized sense of and culture. That's going. So we do things that we see people in the commercial world definitely. or people that conform yeah. to something else do. But when you go back to your community, man are not really in it. That's why I always say this. If you're not the topic of the conversation in the barbershop for all the reasons that most people are the conversation in the topic of the barbershop, I don't think you are now connecting to your, your community anymore. Yeah, I yeah. think a lot of people are just heightened examples of when you leave the community, this is what you could become within another world. And that's nice if that's what you want to do. But unfortunately, by conforming to a commercial example of something which is actually catered to a larger demograph, you no longer become a spokesperson for that community. Because that community requires a specific skill set that you would have got from your parents mm. and I would have got from my parents. Definitely. And we're hopefully going to try and give to our kids. Yeah. But then if that's because of we do half cast and yeah. that's because all the work you do externally is still very much connected to your culture. That's why you can go on your high street and everyone can chat to you. But yeah. some people within this parameter, what they do is very commercialized examples of things where you have to filter yourself down. You can't be what you want. And then you become the example of a black person from our community, but you don't even live here. Yeah. So it confuses everything. So young kids growing up are like, wait, is that the example of culture or is that the example of culture? Am yeah. I meant to play Garnet Silk? Or am I meant to play UB40? Like yeah. it's all very confusing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I even asked the question of like, how many mm. of the young bucks go to a Caribbean shop and know what like the food, like know the food? I know that sounds like a mad question yeah, but it's like, do you know the food? No, I think they do, you know, because I'll tell you one thing, I think they do. A lot of, this is the one thing about the younger generation. I feel like Africans do. do no. Do, do young, like, do. black Jamaican. Caribbeans. They do. <laughs> the African community, I have to respect the younger generation so much for what they've done. For the Africans. The, the African hey, community, you see the younger generation, the way they have celebrated being African, oh, I didn't grow up bro. seeing that. So when I see the, the NSGs and no, I can go on on forever. I can stop you though. Bro, I felt like, do you, you feel incredible. Like do you feel like you didn't grow up seeing it? I felt like I, I grew know, up I seeing it from like, a Jamaican perspective. I feel no, like No, but I wasn't did. talking about Jamaican. I was talking about when it comes to, like, for example, oh, you when didn't I grew up, seen it with them. everyone wanted to be Jamaican. Right, okay, got Everyone yeah, yeah, wanted yeah, to be you. Jamaican. Okay, okay. Every black person with Nana wanted to be Benjamin. And <laughs> fam, I'm being real. <laughs> Baba Tunde wanted to be Tom Benjamin. Timothy. Dem Desmond. Timothy. Fam, Port Pine. Yeah, Anything. Southern Jamaican or Caribbean. So now when I take a look at the African community, the amount of pride they take in saying yeah, I'm from right. Ghana, I'm from Sierra Leone and he's, you know, Harry and Nigeria. Skepta's always been, listen, yeah. let's not even get onto that because you know what they're on. But I just like that. I really love that because it makes me really interested in other parts of the culture in which you represent. And I think that's the reasons why, Got you. you know, I think culture can stay alive. When you look at all the real examples of what you love about your country and that's what you begin to, mm. do you know where I'm coming from? Because yeah. remember culture to a certain extent comes from pain. Mm. So if you're now promoting culture in a very glorified manner, you're not promoting culture. Yeah. The commercial world gl promotes glorified shit. We promote pain and we show you our interpretation of it, what we do on half cast. Mm. You know where I'm coming from? What loads of personalities and musicians and artists and people do, they from their struggle, they create something which is amazing. Mm. But if you are no longer in a struggle, how if you're not in the part where the culture is, Mm. how the hell are you going to contribute to it? Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. I don't know, man. Well, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Big up to the young bucks, then we listen to reggae Aye. music and stuff like that still. Do you know what I mean? We still got coffee. Yeah. And you know, got, oh, oh, do you know what? I take actually. Blessings to her. Now man. you just, because you just made me think about something as well. I feel like there's a whole new generation of um, reggae singers that are coming through and that like are making making nice little noise. As you said, coffee's there. Yeah. There's a girl called Leela Ike. There's a girl called Savannah. There's Amazing. like a few of them that's kind of like out there just doing their, just subtly just doing their thing. And it's like, you could just be, the good thing about streaming services and stuff like that, you might all have a coffee running in and that, and then Spotify might, or one of the other streaming services, might fling in a Leela Ike or a Savannah or even an old school tune they might even fling in in there. Cause I'm, there's certain things that when I'm listening to, on when I, it's just on, you know, it's, it's throwing me back, it's giving me some new tunes or whatnot. But I say all of that to say that there's like a new crop of artists that are coming through that are making authentic reggae music that I like too. Cause I don't even, Amazing. the direction of where dancing is going, which is a conversation for another day is, is, a, is a direction that worries me a little bit. Cause I don't really like the, the dance or trap thing that's going on or whatever. It's not based upon really... the principles no more. Tra- Chuck, you this know the most it. disappointing thing about culture? The most disappointing thing. I look at other, I look at other families or I look at other things and I always, for example, the Turkish community, shout out Jihan and Hussein. They have their un- their uncles have a shop. Boom, they go work in the shop. They follow on the family name. They keep the shop. They may build and make other stuff, but the shop. This is where we started. We keep never forget that we started from the shop. I've got some Turkish friends that have that type of philosophy, and they've gone and made car loads of different things, but they don't forget that that's the way they started. Mm. When I take a look at my culture, the only upsetting thing is that we all had a starting point. We all had an entry point, which was very genuine. And you just got to look at where you are in life right now and ask yourself, how genuine is your position now? Mm. So if your entry point into hip hop was Jay-Z, I look at where Jay-Z is now and I go, incredible. But if you're fully immersed within a culture which is not essentially your own, and remember, our culture comes from pain. If you're in that, you're lost, bro. Mm. Like, give it a couple of years and... Cuz, when you go back to the family barbecue, it's just... It's just not the same Stevie, vibe. It's not the same. It's not the same. Do you know what I'm coming yeah, from? Whereas the some people, they're so immersed within this, whatever this happens to be, culture and like a real life. Yeah. When they're in the commercial world, they look like a madman. Yeah. Man will be like, oh, he's a bit, this, he shouldn't do that. He shouldn't. It's because he's just a regular, that's what our culture, our co- that's one thing about our culture. It doesn't ask for perfection. All right. And the commercial world asks for perfection. That's why when you watch a Hollywood film, yeah. the homeless man has, great teeth of course when i watch arsenal my manager has jet black hair but in my community what listen grow your hair out in our community listen grow your hair out that's our thing grow your beard out exactly go and do your thing because you know what it is it's it's a different type of energy man to walk around with huh Listen anyway, Callum, go rooftop Callum, go and get yourself a sour sap juice and taste that and make that lick off your head one of these days and come back here and have a conversation about the sour sap juice, yeah? Alright. My anyway. <laughs> come on, and yeah, yeah, he's go. not joking. I'm not joking. Go and get one of them juice then, but I'm juice wicked. Wait, 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 wait. Is it alcoholic? Nah. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, man. we're good then. And get some sarsaparilla as well. Yeah man, trust me. A Julie mango, huh? Listen, right. and green banana porridge. Listen, we had a conversation Whoa! about it today. Do not play games. Green banana porridge. With some cinnamon. Do not play games. Let me tell you a quick story. Yeah. I'm in Jamaica now with Benny. No way, Scarzi. Yeah. What? So we're walking now. We was in flipping 
we was in um where was we I can't even remember which part of Jamaica it was like it'll come to me in a piece anyway so anyway now We've like me. We're trying to go and find breakfast or whatnot, and then we found this place. Gone, got breakfast. There's, there's bare things going on or whatnot. So I'm just going around getting my. I'm just getting blows of bits and pieces to eating. Yeah. Benny comes over to me, says, "You know what? Yeah. Try that banana and peanut porridge over there. Try that one. You see, when I tried that banana and peanut porridge, poet blouse and skirt with the socks. What? Listen." I could have sat there until five in the f- in the morning. Where's Benny from? Um, I think he's um Bar- from Barbados. He's due to be a roster soon, anyway. I f- I think so. This is bad if I don't know where that where he's. Benny from. is due to because he's yeah. recommended the porridge. What? Every time I chat to this brother, he's ever forever on a how's the lick off my head, brud. Lick. Oh. I couldn't believe it. We could. I could have sat there and forever. and and drank the whole of that. Mad, Chucky. Can we go to Jamaica? Yeah, Please. yeah, yeah. And mommy. do a half cast episode out there. I would love to. Remember, we, we mentioned actually that. Spoke we about mentioned it, yeah. that. No, Callum, you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> we say That's get it. a different camera, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah, you can't. No, we can't do that. Where in a Callum? Where we the mountains? Yeah, we are going to the hills. We go to the hills, boy. Yeah, what? Listen, sit there with the roster man, them, and you know what I mean. Reason. Yeah, and do you know what it is, Chucky? Some, you know what I mean. That's what's so green tea. What? When you watch certain things, yeah, they always go back to the old person who's had pure wisdom, pure experience, and they can tell you just the, the things that you're distracted by. Like, don't be distracted by this. This is the truth. Yeah. And I just think this generation, for whatever reason, and I understand them because some of the older generation, it's all a bit weird, isn't it? So you probably don't want to, you know, have them as your idols. But I do think some of the younger generation coming up from the culture that we're from, that is full of a loads of different things. I think they look at the grass and they say it's 100% greener. Mm. And when you get over there, for the first two, three years, I'm telling you, it may be greener. But you see the thing about culture, it's not meant to be perfect. So if you're running somewhere mm. looking for perfection, then by all means, you're going to have problems. Trust me. If you accept your culture and you accept all the good things that come within it and then say, you know what, I'm just going to create a way of just navigating through this and making sure I avoid the bad things. What happens is you become a very, very integral member of your community. Yeah. And then by that time, you've got so much respect, you ain't going to have no problems. Yeah, what people do is create, be a fuckery and go, I'm going over there. Yeah. To the commercial world. The commercial world is fuckery. Mm. It's complete fuckery because it doesn't identify and it doesn't allow you to make a mistake. So that's kind of like why I like culture, you know? Because mm. I walk into the the, the 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 peppers and spice in, in wherever. Could be Tottenham, could be Hackney. And they're not smiling. Do you know why? Because life ain't always full of smiles. <laughs> I'm telling you. This stop. whole, yeah, give service with a smile. Listen, my brother, if you just come off the phone, you broke up with your gal, you lost your goldfish and you're trying to name your cat, if you can't smile with me at that second right there, <laughs> don't work at Argos, go to the patty shop. We will accept you, my brother. We might all say, you know what? Benji, go around the back and be dealing this. Yeah, what am I going on? And you can come forward when you're already. Yeah. And that's what I think is a healthy place to be. Yeah, a place where real. you're told, make a mistake, dog. This is a mad random question, yeah? Mm. And it's so vague. But you can take it wherever you want to take it. Have you ever felt like, have you ever felt like you've blocked a blessing? I saw that message you sent me, yeah? And consciously, because it's kind of mad to rule it out, but consciously, I think I can. But maybe, I don't know, maybe subconsciously, I'll block something out because of the way I am. Mm-hmm. Or, but in a conscious state of mind, from my understanding, I'm actually a very tolerant person, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, I've got bags of patience, mate. So 
I would. I don't think I would block out a blessing consciously because I'm willing to take on loads of things at the same time to figure mm. out what's going on. I don't disregard things until I have justification to say, sorry, bro. Sometimes I go too far, as we can see, but most of the times mm -hmm. I try and keep it a level distance to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For me. Do you know what I mean? I hear that still. I and because I feel I'm God-blessed, how can I block Chris, a blessing? Exactly. Yeah, do you know what? Like, Obviously, I go by the thing of whatever is supposed to be for me is not going to pass me. Yeah. But like, I don't know. So, like, I, I had a conversation with someone yesterday. I can't even really go into the conversation because I don't want to yeah, 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 give yeah, out yeah, some yeah, people's on. business or whatever. But just that whole thing of blocking a, a blessing kind of came up and I thought, rah, like, have I ever done that? Or have I, have I put myself in a position where I know that in my mind, I'm saying to myself, rah, do you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it because this just feels good for whatever reason, whether it's for monetary gain or whether it's an intimate thing or whatever, like intimacy thing or a relationship or whatever. But knowing that really, that is not necessarily for me, which then could in turn block a blessing. But then is there such a thing of blocking a blessing? Is that just how it's supposed to be? Is that just how it's supposed to be? This is a deep one. Very Chucks, do you know what? This, this is, what? is a deep you're one, You're getting bro. into a fate. But Chuck, this is yeah, we're getting into, I know. And uh, that's, you, you know can't what? really As talk Joe Budden would say, now we're podding. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I think it's confusing to me. Because you know what I said when I, at the end of it, I said, I'm God blessed. Yeah. Then I'm the blessing. Straight. So then... So then, so well, then, so you, what, how could you block a blessing? How can then? you block a blessing? You can block me. Well, I see what you're talking about. Then you have blocked a blessing, big man. But apart from, I don't really understand that. And that's why I don't take these little westernized terminologies. I'm not dealing with it. Do you know, I'm a man of faith, dog. I'm a man of God. So if I'm a man of God and I'm using his principle to go up with my life, I haven't blocked a blessing. I've avoided a distraction. And I know that's going to sound mad arrogant. I know that's going to sound mad crazy. But I always say to people, the mantra I've been recently of the past year working off is a mantra that was given to me. It's not my mantra. I'm not gonna take credit for it like I'm the man. My dad gave it to me and his dad gave it to him and his dad gave it to him. And they've all been really good people in their life. So if that's the mantra to be a good person, I, how can I block a blessing? Yeah. I am the blessing. I'm going forward and hopefully that I can help everybody. Cause my life is not for me. I've taken something from my father and said, this is the work I would like to carry out. And my services are for people. Mm. So really and truly, if that is the way in which you think about life and you try to move forward, I want to know the blessing that, you know, the, the blessing that you block because essentially, if anything, you've avoided a distraction and we're not at the end of our journey. When you're laying in your deathbed, that's when you know if you blocked a blessing. Straight. How it, can you tell me at 20 years or 25 years when yeah. you, you haven't even come halfway through your life? If you, I guess if you believe in fate as well, then you can't block a blessing, could you? But what's fate? Because what what's do? supposed to, that's supposed to happen, isn't it? But then fate, again, who made up this fate thing? Because I say to, I keep have to let man know. I'll go right back like I'm Bellerin fam. Man are a man of God. Man is a man of that said, yo, my brother, my father said to me straight, this is the way you're meant to live your life. And throughout that, you will find out everything you need to find out. So if that's what you call faith, then fair bit, you know, may it, so well, be it. But, but, what, but that's more the word of God though, right? Yeah, or what, from what, like, what people say? It's just a faith thing. It's just like how I feel when, um, how I, I feel about the mantra that's been given is very, very simple. So all of these things like faith and all of these types of terminologies, I just look at them and I'm like, I get it. I do get it. I understand what you're saying. Block a blessing. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah. But that just seems like you're coming to a conclusion, but your life hasn't stopped. And I'm just like, that's even crazy. Mm. Why are you restricting things? Why are you restricting your mindset? Leave it open. Let's just say that hasn't blocked a blessing, but let me see how that one pans out in the next. Because mm. I can say the person I'm seeing right now, <clears throat> I met them a year and a bit beforehand 
and spoke to them for all of one second. I didn't talk to them. I didn't say nothing to them. A year and a bit later, I'm in a situation where I'm very happy. Mm. I never ever thought for one second that situation was going to manifest into anything. I didn't think anything of it. Did, you just, person, let it, did you just let it be? Did you I, just didn't let even, it? I didn't even have an opinion, Chucky. And somebody would have said, at the time, if they knew both people, you people should, or oh, whatever, and some people could have gone, oh, if you avoided it, you block a blessing. For whatever reason, right. I wasn't, do you know what I'm saying? But for me, my thing is, this is what I'm doing right now, so I ain't got to worry about nothing else. This is what's going on right now. But then when the situation changes, and now all of a sudden, you're a bit more open and your peripheral vision's looking left and right, you then take a look at the options that you have. You might get into, do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. Now all of a sudden, I'm in a situation that if I listened to somebody earlier and gave me a really weird restrictive perspective they would have said you blocked a blessing by not taking on that opportunity do you yeah. know how i'm coming from yeah, yeah. so i'm just in like, that context yeah but sometimes it's about listening to yourself no but then where are you getting your information from because if you listen to yourself and you've had a bad teacher because remember when you're born you didn't know shit <laughs> so then if you're listening to yourself that would have been advice you got from someone so if that person was a bad teacher should you listen to yourself because <laughs> i'll tell you what some people are listening to themselves and i look at their That's decisions and, and i'm like yo Somebody, who told you yeah. to do that me will never tell me Let's to do, do that. that i'm like oh, bomba, clark, dog. Yeah, throw away the shovel i hear that throw away the shovel yeah <laughs> uh, i could go um you know because my brain's starting to do stuff i hear you go left do you get what i'm saying but like no wait pause yeah pause <laughs> Yeah, I find it, yeah, I f I'm, because I'm trying to work it out in my, when I mentioned it, I didn't even think about it, but I guess, you know what, I'm going to think about it a little bit more, and if it ever comes up again, then I'll kind of share my thoughts, I'm still trying to galvanate them and try and, trying to understand if the, if that concept even exists. Because Chucky, do you know what it is, I do understand, it, yeah, I do understand, and it exist? probably does, I can't say it doesn't exist, it's, it's here, but for me, I just don't understand how people genuinely in life and maybe it's because of the way life is given to you. Life is presented to you like, if you ain't got it sorted out by 18 years old, fam, it's a fucked. So maybe that's the reasons why people say things like block a blessing and so on and so forth, to keep you in a restrictive mindset that makes you feel like for the first 30 years, if it's not sorted out, oh my God, what do I do? It puts you in a bit of a panic stage and, cause you're not, the expected age of people on planet Earth is 79. If you think you haven't got it figured out by 30 years old, it doesn't matter. I don't think you've blocked a blessing. I just think, all right, it's what you it do. Does, so that does depend on the context though, because the thing what is, blocking a blessing could also mean not putting yourself in this, like, in this pigeonhole or whatever. Mm -hmm. It could also mean by broadening your horizon and your mm -hmm. mindset more so than anything, because your block, blocking a blessing could be, could be seen as you're being tunnel visioned on something that like in the greater scheme of it isn't that is like is not that important there's like you, if you looked at things from a wider perspective you'd open your mind to seeing more and maybe accepting more or accepting better but i'm looking at the so words so again i guess it just depends on the context no but i'm looking at the words if you're a person of god that means you're god blessed so how can you block a blessing if you're God, you are the blessing. You're the thing to get blocked. Yeah, but the, and not everyone, I don't think anyone who thinks of blocking a blessing sees it from a God point of view though. But then what point of view are you seeing it from? Because it doesn't matter what point of view you see it from. It's about from the point of view that exists. Like it does, look, I, I just hate this whole in my mind stuff. I've even had to separate myself from it. I've been so guilty of it. And it's like, the more you live, the more you realize, cause you're not the first person here. You're not going to be the last person Definitely here. Not. So let's just see what's going on in life. And I think if you recognize that you are a blessing, if you recognize that you're the guy and whatever you've been set here to do, you can achieve, who gives a fuck? You haven't blocked a blessing. You are the blessed person, my friend. You've been given life. You, you know can what is mad? do it. 
I just think about this, yeah. Mm. It's 2020, right? Mm. 2020 years. Obviously, there was more years before that of life, yeah. In the greater scheme of numbers, 2020 isn't a lot. But that's, isn't that Do you know like, how mad that is when you yeah, really think about isn't it? Isn't that What's AD, that? right? In years. In years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just since Jesus died. Though. Yeah, no, so, no. So, so before that's what I'm saying. There was, no, okay. You missed so the point. time you missed, is long. You missed, you missed the part of what I said. There's obviously life, so, obviously yeah, yeah. way before that. Oh. But I'm just saying in the number, yeah. right? From that, like yeah. 2020 up to now, sorry, 2020. Yeah. In the greater scheme of actual numbers. No, no, that's nothing. That's nothing. No, that's nothing. <laughs> and we just live in this moment thinking we're mad important than that. Yeah, there might be another 2020 years are gone. And then what? And then what? <coughs> and the rest. And the rest. And then so what's happening? Where are we at? No, Chucky, rest, pause, bro. This is why All right, about, Callum, pause there. Now, pause that. This is why, I, this is why that. certain things about legacy. This is why certain but things Chucky's about legacy. But Chucky, it's not always about legacy. That's why I say, how can we, if you say it like that, 2020 years, 2020 and you mean to tell years. me today you've blocked a blessing? Who the fuck do you think you are? You are a grain of a sand on a beach. Fam, yeah, a, I just yeah, don't yeah, understand yeah, yeah, yeah. how you genuinely feel within your life that you're there is a number that says blessing. there is a number that says a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. There's a number that says a hundred thousand. Yeah, That's so deep. We are in 2020. It's mental. There's a number that says five hundred thousand. I don't want to do, like yo. Chucky, this is what I'm going to do right now. This is what I'm going to say to you right now, actually. When you say it like that now, when you say it like that, I then take a look at my culture and I take a look at all the significant cultural figures within my life, not in my life, sorry, within life that are related to my struggle. And some of the most famous people within my story didn't have a million pound. Straight. Some of the famous people in my story weren't the most successful person in the fucking commercial world. You see, in the commercial world, all the famous people, if they weren't rulers or kings or queens or whatever, more time, they might be known, but not as big as them people. Rosa Parks is a hero in my world. Facts. So if that's the world I'm coming from, it makes me feel like even more. Cuz, what are you talking about blocking a blessing? What are you talking about anything? Rosa Parks is a hero in my community, you know? For saying I'm not getting up. She said, so what? more she said time. What? She said, sit where? Sit, listen. Listen, I'm sitting my I'm sitting here. But so, you want me to go to the back. I'll go to the back when I want to go to the back. So Fuck you. So Chucky, surely, the way you actually are remembered amongst all of these years, sorry to go on a tangent on it, because I'm thinking about blocking a blessing. You are the blessing. You just have to realize who you are. And then what oh. happens is the moment that you make and you create becomes a staple piece of why people go, that's why I love Rosa Parks, because she <laughs> didn't get up. That's why I love Chucky because everywhere he goes, and then that becomes a significant piece of information that defines you as your blessing. Until you can go and make all the money in the world you want, fam. If you ain't done nothing for your community, fam, you ain't shit. And doing stuff for your community is not advertising it in a place where your community can't access it. Doing something for your community means going to your community, and if no one in the commercial world finds out, it doesn't matter. That's doing something for your community. Anyway. So like, I think to me, once you realize that, you'll realize you're the blessing. You're actually the blessing. You go out and do something in your community, you'll feel some type of thing that makes you go, whoa, that's the blessing because you're giving off your energy and your significance and people are like, I like this. You put a room of 10 people like that, Jeez, I don't even know what the hell you're gonna create. But the moment you keep externalizing the blessing, blood, it makes you weak. Yeah. No, you're the strength, you're the power, you're the blessing. You can't be blocked. 
You cannot, you can only block yourself. And that's how you block the blessing. When you block yourself. Sorry about that. I feel like I'm in church or something. See Rosa Parks, yeah? Gangster. This might sound blasphemous. Oh, God. But like, obviously what she did was amazing in that because obviously Ooh. we were allowed to sit at the front, the the front of the bus. The fact that you said but before that. No, obviously we're allowed, to, we're allowed to sit at the front of the bus and that. The only thing is though, unfortunately, the front of the bus is still not lit. Oh, okay. no, right, yeah, yeah, okay. Fair right, obviously man's still like- Back like, of the bus I like the back of the bus still. Yeah, can't yeah, lie. I can't lie. It's kind of lit. But still. do you know what Rosa Parks <laughs> gave us? NSG. Option. Yes. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, I yeah, hear yeah, that yeah. strongly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that strongly. And you know what? Great segue. Honorable shout out to um, the G- uh, rated awards and that. I actually didn't watch all of it, but honorable shout out to them still. Two nominees here in the room, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Chunks did his thing. Oh, 100%. You get what I'm saying? Honorable yeah. shout out to Chunks. Definitely. He's um, one personality of the year. Um, I thought when I watched it, one of the things that I liked about what I saw from the rated awards was some of the video, some of the um, the performances were like music videos, like shot like music videos. Lit. So they weren't, they didn't literally look like someone was just standing on stage. Even though um, Dutch and, and... Um, Tion. No, not him. Dutch, I don't fucking know. Dutch and M. Huncho. Yeah, their one looked a little bit like that, but some of them just looked like they, was, they shot music videos and just did it that way. It was kind of sick still. Oh. And it made me think, you know what, yeah? Obviously, last year at the the, um, the rated awards, there was an incident or whatever, yeah. And you know, or we know well, that, like, ago. as ah, huh? you said last year, two years ago, was it two years ago? I thought it didn't happen last year. No? Oh shit, it didn't happen last yeah, year, it did it? Hey, time flies. Uh, yeah, flies. I don't think I had a fun last two years, so I don't know how this time's flown. <laughs> that is mad, yeah, actually. All oh, right, so yeah, okay, it didn't happen last year, but then it was like, and obviously that kind of maybe goes to what I was saying before, is that you know you black people are in a, a, a space where there's predominantly black people there's one little grain of trouble and then all of a sudden it becomes really difficult for us to find venues to do anything or whatnot which made me think you know what right although we've been in this situation with the covid thing and lockdown or whatever and i ain't be motivated to watch tv like that yeah i kind of thought that it worked out really well for the rated awards to well be able to put on a show the way that they did and it be online and people could actually watch it as as opposed to potentially may not necessarily have happened but potentially of struggle to find a venue again or whatever it may be and then have to settle for a venue that like they they may feel is 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 a is a downgrade in some sense to prove themselves again do you get what i'm saying the way that they put it together was really impressive bro i can't lie to you been doing it for what five years now, mm. and you've got to say, mate, it's you know it's harder to start, but it's even more harder to you know to continue and maintain. And they've gone from strength to strength. They've had situations in real life that most people wouldn't know how to progress from then. Mm. But Posty in the team, Bernie, Jake or Jake, I mean, you're talking about incredible, incredible people. Love you, Posty, man. Well done for what you've done, and just Big many up, more, man. man. Even little things like Julie and Mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their chemistry is wicked. Come on, Julie man. and Mo's chemistry together, very good, very, very impressive, man. And then they're yeah. great hosts. And then just everything, can it? Like just everything about it, Kano Big. performance, the dizzy performance, yeah, the like, di- yeah. all of these things just make me so happy. Don't they're dizzy going in the catalog, boy. Dizzy went in the catalogue, started drawing some tune, boy. I said, yeah, like taking me back to the days of the, the Dizzy that I liked, you get what I'm saying? And even when I, when I watched, well, I didn't watch all the um, 
a, a, a lot of it. I watched the, you know, some of the Kano uh, and in the front of the car. And I'm just watching. I it missed. I didn't, like, see oh, yeah, I didn't see that. that, but I saw a clip of it today. Oh my! Is it? It looks fucking. How much sick. of a good actor is he? Is do you know uh, what? Kano, listen, just want to say about Kano. I'm tempted to say he's a bad boy. He's. Can see it. He. Can I see it now? Yeah, let me get up. He and like you see, like 20, 30, 40 years time. You know, when I talk about the individuals from the community that are heightened years later, like Rosa Parks and all of that. I can put my house on Kano being one of them because he's the one person that is just. Kano bro like I still recognise him all these years later Can and I he has every reason to have conformed and changed and make some Sonics that I don't understand that probably live only on Kiss 100 yeah, yeah, <laughs> only yeah. on like do you know where I'm coming from and he's not on that like even just yesterday I was playing the ends and I was like raw this is only like what three four years old like that's mad like mm. I still will play Kano today because Kano is just an elevated individual within his mind. Yeah, yeah. And everything else may be elevated, but most importantly, the foundation of it is that he's elevated within his mind. So when I listen to the ends or anything from his um or his last project, anything I listen to, it's still Kano, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's still but I, I, you're Kano. you're seeing it. You're seeing a Kano with um with hella with hella substance as well because he's older and he's wiser and he's experienced certain things. Just going to the acting thing, by the way. Oh, one of the things that like for me. And I'm not I'm not an, an acting specialist. I can't tell you that I've watched a whole load of films and stuff like that. I just like what I like in it. Yeah, but one thing to me that makes an actor really good at their job for me is when they're not saying nothing. Mm. It's the part when they're just not, when someone's speaking to them or when they're reacting to something. They're not even saying words. It's just like, there, there's an element of that, yeah, where like once you can have your face in a certain way where you're that convincing, where I can buy into you that much, it's when you do that. It's when, you, it's when you're not saying nothing. It's just when you're just, when someone's talking to you, you're just reacting to something. Like in Top Boy, there was a, there was a moment um, where we talked about it before, but him and, him and Deshane were arguing about something on the balcony, yeah? And he's just staring at him like, I can't, it's, it's, his face is saying, I can't believe you. this is what you're telling me, bro. But he's not saying it. His face it. is just saying it. That's acting. That is acting. Do you know why he pissed me off in that as well? Do you know why Kano pissed me off? Because I watched it, like, obviously on Netflix, like everyone did, I guess. Um, back to back to back to back to back. By the fourth episode, I forgot he was a rapper. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. I'm just yeah, now yeah. so into this character. That's as far acting. as I'm concerned, he doesn't do music. And I'm like, don't do that to me. <laughs> How dare you try and manipulate my mindset? Like this guy, honestly, That's bro. Acting. This guy is literally one of the gods of our scene, but we don't see it clearly, I guess, purely because we're still living through his of greatness. Course. And the moment where he goes, you know what, big man, I'm gonna get a big spliff and just park off back to Jamaica. Of course, I will be pissed off. I will tell you that, mate, because that is what. And what you just amazing. said as well, someone, a movie connoisseur, might disagree with me or whatever. But I feel like that for me has what has gone against Fifty Cent for me. When I see Fifty. No matter what role I see him play, I, I see 50. See I still see 50. I still see him. Even yeah. when he lost all that make, that weight, I didn't even see that for you. Remember when he had all his ribs and that hanging mm. out and shit? I still saw 50. I still saw him. Yeah. So I don't different. know, I'm biased as well, to be fair. Like, I'm always gonna be biased towards. Now, do you know what though? If I, if, it, if I felt the same way about one of the man or whatever, then like, I probably wouldn't speak so passionate about it like that. I wouldn't wanna, 
You know what I mean? I have to protect the community and them. Come on, I said that. Do you know, this is six minutes long, so I'll, I'll watch it in a bit. But flipping also, because I've been talking about Dutch for time now. Dutch won a couple awards and that. And it's just good to see, like, I, I feel, there's like a few artists here that like, I feel sorry for in a sense that I wish they were able to touch the stage and feel that intense um, atmosphere when you, when the crowd see you touch the stage. And I feel like Dutch is now putting himself in that position where, see that I don't know tune, I could easily see Tion doing Brixton Academy fucking, obviously you know when Stormzy comes out, everyone's gonna go mad. But see when Dutch comes out, you see when he starts doing his thing, I want, I, like, there's certain artists that I want, I want them to be able to feel that. Cause I know that's what you want. I know that's an element of what you want. As an artist, everyone wants that. They, this, it's all well and good being in, this, in, the, in the studio, you make a banger, whatever, you know, it gets a lot of streams, people like it or whatnot. But when someone, when you're standing at the side of the stage, yeah, and the engineer gives you the microphone. He deserves and you do, that. And you do that. Ch, 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 ch. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Chucky, yeah, man. the mic's working. Yeah? And you're ready for your bit now. What? Listen, star. That's why you got to love this culture, you know? Love it. You see another culture. You see in the commercial world, you go to prison, that's it. You see another thing, you go to prison, you <laughs> come out, me. you go straight to Drake. J. Huss. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch, you go straight to music video. Yeah, man. Like, that's the one thing about our team. You can make mistakes and people say, you know what, big man? We respect you for all the greatest things you've done. And Dutch is a perfect example of that. Yeah. He's just come out and ever since he's come out, in the video you see he's come out and, he, and they positioned it like he's come out, gone straight to a video shoot. From that moment, bro, he has not stopped. Yeah, he's... he's, he's I'm all seeing him doing Adidas campaigns and all of that. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I'm coming from? And you know what? That ain't bad for a little girl of you. I'm sorry, fam. And 100%. now look at him. Proper. One whole year. Was all, but you know, he was always proper. He was always proper from I heard that tune of him and Footsie. I was getting mad for him, but yeah. he's over there now and I'm, I just want him to just be happy. Keep being happy, Dutch. Definitely. Nice. You, Steph, the youngest one that Steph keeps at in me when he... She, like, um, I, was his name Shem? Um, with a younger brother. Eh, she said I look like Shem. Be lucky if you look like Shem. Shem's out here doing his thing. Yeah, Shem's, my old Shem's man was dead. He's probably living a glory. What? Your brother's your brother's Dutch and your sister's Steph. But oh, you know what? We listen, can't wait to find. But who's Shem? Because I can't wait to find that out. Because that's too much vibe and in the videos and yeah. Shem, I don't know what he does, but I want to find out. Yeah. So anyway, what? Oh my god. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? When you got a brother and sister that's doing them type of thing, and and your your sister's dating Burner Boy and him. What? Big fucking Bentleys pull up outside the yard and Jesus crispy, bruv. You know what? You have to give credit where credit's due, that's star. Sorry, that's not fair. That's School, hey, college is lit. What? what? Let me tell you something. Steph's my sister. Dutch is my brother. Burner boys at the yard now with in the wraith a couple times and that. Chilling. Forget Big the yard. Rape. Swimming pool and thing. What? Listen, college is lit. You think anyone can chat to me? Easy for you, bruv. It, what? Oh my God, bruv. I can't Chucky. even imagine, star. Do you know why I know? I'm not, I'm not, Shem is gone. They, they couldn't chat to me with stolen Avisu jeans. <laughs> Don't put me in Shem's position. I'm you, oh my God. Yeah. I, I might all have an assistant for no fucking reason. No, I, I would have loved, I would have been out of control. I hear you. Yeah, Shout I know. Out that, yeah, I, would, I, I ain't gonna lie. They, I would be learning, like, I would be looking at that moment with, hella lessons boy 
I mean, I do anyway, because I, I had a, I did have a, I ain't gonna lie, I had a period where, I had a period where it was a bit, it was a bit alert. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm not getting into that, that's not for today. But flipping, one thing that I kind of thought was interesting, yeah? See, in all of the award shows, or let's just say MOBOs in particular, right? Um, usually, the DJ that was on the commercial station, yeah, right, on the biggest commercial station, would usually win that award. Yeah. And I remember um, Tim Westwood at the MOBOs used to win the MOBO every year, yeah? And I, I remember one time, actually, where um, Tim Westwood won a, a MOBO and people started booing him. And it's mad because obviously, you know, there are probably reasons for why some people might feel that way or whatever. But I think ultimately one of the things was is that the way that we used to listen to radio back then was very different to how we did now. And there was no denying that that rap show was probably one of the biggest shows just in the country anyway. Whether you liked it or not, he just had the biggest show. But this is where, this is where I, I, I disagree now. Go. This is why I understand why there's booing. No, I, I'm not saying I don't understand. But and I agree that there's booing, but go I don't on. agree it should be at Tim Westwood. I agree it should be at the mobiles. And this is the reasons why. When you have music of black origin, it's not music of black origin okay. that's the most successful in the commercial world. It's music of black origin that speaks to our community. Okay. So when Ed Sheeran wins awards, let people boo, let them be pissed off. When you don't let Rich win in 2011, but find a way for Rizzle Kicks and all of these other guys to win, mm. who, and for whatever reason, it's nothing against these people. I have nothing against these people. But when I go to my barbershop, they are not the subject of conversation. So the Mobile Awards is meant to create a persona for people in my community to believe that if you stay true to yourself, you can win something. But Tim Westwood is winning it every year, like fucking Rangers in Scotland in the nineties. Like, why is anyone gonna be happy, bro? And I'm not saying it's Tim Westwood's fault. That is actually fault, funny that you thought that so quickly. Rangers in Scotland. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with my head, fam. <laughs> they used to win the, the league every fucking Ali McCoy's every yeah, mate is still. lifting up the trophy as if to say him can't believe it. Exactly. You're backside, Ali McCoy. Fuck off with that. If it wasn't for Henrik Larson with the dreads, God knows what would have happened over there, but that's another story. But going back, like yeah. my hairline and Lippies, I'm joking, Lippies got a good hairline. Um, yeah, I just think, sure. personally, bro, I understand why the booing is happening. No, I, I agree with it. I just wish it wasn't sent to... That's not even perspective to me. That's reality. There's no other way I can look at it. That's mm. reality, bro. If you've got the biggest station at the BBC, what the fuck does that mean to my community, bro? That's mm. the BBC, British broadcast, whatever. British, not black, not for the man them, not for the, no, British, for British people that claim that's for white England. And we've got a little small segment that they call extra and it's getting bigger and bigger. Blood, of course you're gonna boot him Westwood, bro. No, I hear you. I do Can't, it's nonsense, I get that fam. Still. It's nonsense. I hear that still. And then obviously from him, Charlie Sloth came and then it was the same thing. Obviously, like, I get what you're saying, but like, obviously Charlie Sloth was there. He was doing what he was doing with firing a booth and whatever. It was a very big thing. And then, and then he was winning the award every year, right? Mm-hmm. And then he moved to Apple. Um, Tiffany Calver went to, um, has gone to uh, Radio One, right? The shift in how people are listening to radio, I feel is changing a bit. Then you have Kenny Allstar, who's on one extra, yeah? But also just creating big noise in the other things that it is that he's doing, yeah? When I saw him win that award yesterday, 
I swear to God, I was so happy. Very well and it heard. spoke a lot because it felt it felt as though it felt as though the 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 and this I say this without actually being disrespectful to anyone else here, but this time it felt like it wasn't so much about the person who had the like the biggest spot. It just felt like the person who was just on a super mad graft. Same with Charlie, because I can't take away Charlie's graft. I can't do that. It would be wrong for me to do that. But I'm looking at what Kenny All-Star is doing with the time that he has. Yeah. To see him win that, to me, felt extra special. But it also felt like, okay, there's a there's something different that's happening now. Mm-hmm. Kenny, go and do your thing. All right. Do you get what I'm saying? This is the reasons why man. Like I say that with all due respect as well. Hafu win. Not even have to win. Hafu win. Hafu wins that. He has mad about bars. Yeah, mad about bars are mad too. What station is that on? Um, does he do mad about bars on one extra? No. He just does it on YouTube, right? But what? But what though? On what YouTube channel? Uh, mixtape madness. That's the streets, baby. <laughs> I hear that still. That's the streets, Honorable baby. Shout out to them, man. Still. Shout out mixtape madness. Yeah. You're now, and when you watch mixtape madness, it's not anything else other than what it is. So if you're successful over there, you deserve the fucking award because that's for the community. Whether you agree with the content there or not, blood, that's what's happening in my community. And yeah. guess what? The best person that advertises it in a way which is fucking sick is Kenny Allstar. So if somebody wins it after there's a man in my community, music of black origin, GRM, call it what you want, whatever the award ceremony is. It's called rated stuff. Rated awards, what's going on? Kenny has to win it because who else as a DJ is in my community doing that? We find the competition over there. Not that man on bloody beep. Because then you're basically telling people in my community, the only way you can be acknowledged by anybody uh, across whatever England for your reward, for your hard work over here is to come and do it over there. Nah, kiss my ass, fam. Kenny All-Star, you have to win. Anybody over there making that community bigger, you have to win. Not the man at the BBC. We're done with them days now. It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honourable shout out to Kenny Allstar and the, and the work that he's putting in, Come the work on. that he has been putting in. Um, yeah, that sh- that can't go unnoticed. And you know what? Honestly, bro, enough times I'm listening to Kenny, he's putting me onto fucking hella artists, bro. This man's putting me onto hella artists. He's on 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 one extra. At, I don't know, ten o'clock at night or something like that. It's not it's not connected with Radio One. It's just on one extra, so it doesn't get the the the, the extra boost. Um, but he makes do with it in how he does and films the content of the side of it. Do you get what I'm saying? Gets rappers in there to go and do their thing, artists, singers, whoever it may be. And yeah, man, you know what? You see him, I see him winning it and I just, it it, it just felt good. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, shoot me, it felt, it felt good. Still. Happy in it. Like when I look now, I'm just thinking, I remember the Bam Bam Freestyle I watched with um, Kenny also that he put me onto. I think um, there was a Dom Strapsy Freestyle. Um, that happened with Kenny All-Star that was sick. So my man's doing, he was, at one point he's at Radar Radio, he's doing Mad About Bars, he's got, yeah, yeah, he he's an on, artist, so yeah. he's making music, tracksuit, I remember when that came out. With Bruv, you're talking about a hardworking man that dedicates a lot of time to the artist that if he wasn't there, how would they even get a platform, some of them? Facts. Come on, bro, that is a man that deserves to win it every year. Facts. He can be Rangers, he can be Ali McCoy's. Yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. But it can't be 
something that doesn't cater to the community. I'm sorry. We're, we're done with them days. It was nice, though. It was nice, um, Mobos. It was um, nice. D-Block Europe as well, obviously. They can't leave without nyamin or food. Come the on. man can't leave without nyamin some food. J5 can't leave without nyamin some food. Come on. Um, Unless he's clashing Skepta. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a bit... It was a Come bit on. techie still. Honourable shout-out to... Um, Steph won an award, but she didn't win, She didn't put nothing out last year. But you know what? That probably just speaks to the fact that she's got a super strong fan base that are going to vote for her regardless. Shout out to Steph um, every time. Honourable shout out to her as well. And honourable shout out to Chunks and Philly on the soccer aid thing, boy. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Them man create moments, though. What? These man create moments. Firstly, Philly scoring the goal. Yeah. How long has soccer aid been going on for? 900 years. Jesus was in the first one. Shit. Moses was Bare there. Foot. Come on. Uh, so Human feet. How long has soccer aid happened? For as long as I can remember, soccer aid's been happening. And Mary was oh, on the man. sideline. Mad. Anyway, so... Um, uh, they have the same degge degge people there every year. It's, yeah. it's not patterned. It's not lit. It's dead. Let's be honest. Soccer aid is in need of some damn aid. So who did they call? The brothers. I see Dave pull up. Yeah. Chunks and Philly. What? Oh, it's actually not that old. 2000, How old is it? 2006. Big oh, man, that's old. 14. That's yeah. 14 years, big man. Some man weren't even alive and they're watching Chunks and Phillies do their thing on Soccer Aid. So, all it all. Yeah. We just, you know, I'm coming. 14 years. 2006, is a long time. anyway. Chunks wasn't chunky. Probably not. He was slimmy. He probably slim, but oh, he might have been a chunky baby. Possibly. Yeah, he probably is, wasn't he? But I don't want to have fat cheeks and that. Me. He's one of them new, one of them babies, isn't it, with fat cheeks and that. I hear him loud. Still. Most babies have fat cheeks, though. Yeah, true. Not me. Nah, but, huh? Nah, that's what? Sorry. Yeah, I'm mad still. What about Chunks? Huh? Anyway, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Chunks and Philly, man. I'm sorry, man. Them man there, they made Soccer Aid lit. Soccer Aid needed them. Definitely. Yeah. They have had the biggest highlights out of that. And you take a look at the people that are there that, you know, were really big. Like, you man are not touching Chunks and Philly, bro. Let's just be in it. Let's just be honest. Huh? No one cared about Soccer Aid. It's true. No one mm. cares about soccer aid, bro. But when you call Dave and you call Chunks and you call Philly yeah. and you call Maya Jammer and you call Mo and uh, you call Mo the comedian, yeah, call I him see, up. What when you call them people there because Mo the comedian, yeah, he's hot. Channel 4 show, oh yeah, he was with Big Nasty, oh yeah, he's mad lit on Instagram, yeah. he just underrated awards. It's not a game and Sh sold out Hammersmith Apollo five times. How many times? Six, actually. So, how many times? Six. Wait, wait, what'd you say? S-I-X So if that's the people we're bringing And we're bringing Dave And let's not even oh, get onto that catalogue Because Big Man That's bigger than Argos And then we've got Chunks and Philly Then you want to bring Maya Jammer mm. That's why Soccer Raid is lit this year mm. And I don't want anyone to get it twisted You could be on ITV B-E-T T-T-T Mina Mine Those are the Them five <laughs> people I named They're the reasons why Soccer Raid was lit Six times Six Six Bomba Clark times Six That's 30,000 people brother Six so times. basically, he's on a football stadium. Yeah, he's done more. He's done 10k more than the O2, my bro. It had obviously had to cancel because of all of this. But so he had to, so, no, so he really done yeah. more. Let's just lie and say he done more because he probably would have put more dates. I'm saying yeah, 60k. He, he done Emirates. Done. He do seven. Mo, the comedian in my mind, done Emirates. Yeah, he could do seven. Mad. He could do seven. He could he do eight. Emirates. He could do eight. 
All right, cool. So he's doing Old Trafford now. In my mind, he's done Old Trafford. Forty k, you're saying he could do. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's mad. Man. No, no, I'm saying eighty k now. I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of mad with it. Yeah, I'm, lit. Lit. Yeah. I'm going so mad. But look, at, I'm being honest with you. If you take a look at the amount of people that tuned in socially and so on, for, so forth, for those people that I mentioned, that's the reasons why Soccer Aid is lit. Because when mm-hmm. it comes on on a Sunday, they are begging, and I repeat. Begging, begging you for votes, fam. And they didn't have to beg this time. Because you know what? I went to my mum's house and I started watching Soccer Raid. My mum's like, what are you doing? I said, it's Chonks and Philly. And then Philly scored. We all started celebrating. Mum didn't even know why she was celebrating. And the goal was good. What? The goal was good. He took it well. Like, he took it well. Like, and he scored a good goal. And did you see the runoff? The runoff was... I've scored. Oh my God, I've scored. Oh my God, I've scored. Oh my God, there's Chunks. Yeah, yeah. And I saw... And this is why I say... Philly is just an RN. It's just an RN. It's a real one. Bear of the stars. I've come over to say hello to Philly. Stand back there quickly. I'll come back to you lot after the game. We can do that. Yeah? We'll do that afterwards. Nah, nah, you're going We'll do that afterwards. Yeah? Move back. Let me go and chat to my Don quickly. Yeah? Let me go and hug him, innit? We'll do he that. Went In fact, home. yeah, exactly. My brother, yeah. Loved it. Stand loved back, because I know a couple no. of men that would have gone somewhere else. Oh yeah, definitely. Man would have all tried to jump. Run to the manager. Jump, yeah. Run to the camera. Do jump all this in John other... Terry's arms and all of that. Yeah, man, you don't know his... John Terry like that, fam. That's not your cousin. You, you know, know what I'm saying, it, fam. Man, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, man. You don't just stop lying. Sorry about that, Callum. But that that Philly hug with chunks. Proper, cuz. Don't even worry about that penalty miss there, Chunks. Don't worry about that, yeah, man. man. Light food, that, man. Because you know what? You made it more lit by doing that. You reckon 100%. anyone's going to remember? So- That's you, what man, said. made Soccer Aid. I did, I did That's what Callum said as well. They made Soccer Aid. Let's just not get it twisted. So when they come back next year, give them the bag. Because they made Soccer Aid. Check that, that is. That's synced as well. That not the right way around. It wasn't me, it was you, Callum. Don't worry, man. Everything's carpeted. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. I'm- Chucky, that one meant a lot to me. Yeah, no, it was big. It meant a lot to me. It was proper. They're so good at what they do and they represent again. That's why it's their culture. Their man have come. You can go to do their, do your research on them, man. Philly's been out here in these streets talking to everybody trying to get some content done. Of course. From way back. He came here. Way back. He Chunks. Was he was here, what, what, 2017, um, Philly was. Chunks has been, Chunks, Chunks has been, been out here, here then, man. Chunks, come forward, man. Chunks, come forward. Ow. So when I see them now on that stage and they're just being themselves. Yeah, exactly. Dave, Chunks, Philly, Moda Comedian, Maya Jama. All of them. Yeah, man. Every time, still. Every time. God bless Did you. Did Wayne bro. Rooney play in that as well? Yeah. Wayne Rooney was there on okay. Chunks' snap. And Wayne Rooney's lucky he met Chunks. <laughs> wow. Very lucky. Yeah, you know, so. All right, listen, anyway, fucking, that's it, man. Is there anything anyone needs to know and see? I got one, actually. Nux, he's got a new project out now and it's called London Class. Yes. Yeah. London Class. You already know how I feel about Nux. Listen. Go and check Nux, yeah? London Class, go and check that out. Comes, that's out now. I think I might even have one more. I like that Mira May tune, actually. Yeah, the one you played. Who was that with? Uh, with Hailey. Oh, she's really, different really. levels, fam. 
I don't even know what you, Listen, go check out everything Big Zeke is doing. He come on stage with some yard man from <laughs> Northwest. And let me tell you go something. On, go, just go check Big Zeke's Yo, Instagram. Yo, all of them. Go, go check all of them. There's a next you they had on stage with Dreads. Let me tell you Me and Frisco must have thought we were in West Green Road in 1999. I was just asking for a trim. Seriously? Mad in there. Yeah. They should have had a jerk, man. It was mad in... The Den, Frisco. Yo, boy better know. Everything. Was Jamie there as well? Jamie was there, man. Skepta came in a drop-top Ferrari with Paddy on the passenger seat. Whoa, this, just let me know. I was, that was gassed, yeah. Jesus Christ. I saw Foxy on stage. I saw Flo Dan go. Yeah, I was gassed. That was my wireless. I was ga- I was getting mad. Loved it. For anyone who's never heard a Big Zeke tune, we ain't got the orcs today, but... Hmm. He does dancehall music. This is called A Lot of Money. Hmm. The vibe? Oh my man, man. This is a big tune as well. Big Zeke. Big Zeke. I didn't know what was going Listen on. Listen clean. Hey, Big Zeke. Hey, you never gave me a dub plate of this, by the way. Give me a dub plate of this, please. <laughs> Watch him now. Watch him now. Listen. You understand? Thanks for listening, everyone, man. We're gone.